Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I want to thank you for subscribing, taking time out of your day to listen, and sharing this episode. I so appreciate you. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, how to use love languages to attract the love you deserve. We'll get into it after this. I am are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality is what you believe of yourself to be true. And this is why I love doing these affirmations with you. Please be sure to do them daily. It's a daily practice for me. Look in the mirror, say I love you and then say this affirmation to yourself. Today's affirmation is I am deserving. I am am deserving when i say it my face looks so serious and my fist is is just clutched like yes i am deserving we all deserve something you deserve it all girl money cash clothes no i'm just kidding but you really deserve it all you deserve happiness you deserve success you deserve love you deserve everything that your heart desires are you preparing for it are you working for it you deserve it I see you, girl. You're praying for it. You're talking to other people about what you want, what you deserve. And that's half the battle. You're already putting it out there to the universe, to God, about what you want and what you desire and what you feel you deserve. So don't keep talking about, oh, you don't want this. You don't want that. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Start speaking what you deserve in your life. I deserve abundance. I deserve understanding. Even write down a list. What are you deserving of? What do you feel like you're deserving of? What do you expect from others? Are you asking too much of others? Are you asking too much of yourself? If you're not prepared for something, the job opportunity, the promotion, the man, whatever it is, if you're not prepared for it, you might not deserve it. So get yourself together first so that you attract what it is that you want in your life, so that you attract more success so that you attract better health that you attract better friends you attract a better partner you attract the job of your dreams because you feel like you deserve it so prepare for it be ready for it and live in expectation live in expecting that those things will come to you because you desire it and you deserve it you have to be patient though because we might think we're ready for something right And God is like, nope, not yet. You still have some things to work on. You still have this area of life that you have to declutter. You want a house, but are you financially prepared for that home? Are you saving up? Are you talking to financial advisors? Are you budgeting your money correctly? What are you doing to prepare for that opportunity? You deserve success, whatever way that means to you. Everyone wants money. People want to live their best life right? You want to be able to travel the world and and work your dream job. Are you ready for it? When it comes, what are you going to do with the new job? Are you going to be grateful and happy or are you going to be like, dang, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. 
But get ready though, because it's coming. I feel it for you. And you deserve the love of your life. But do you know how to attract that love? Are you loving yourself enough? Do you know your love languages? Do you know who you are? Do you know what you really want? Do you know what you don't want? I'm going to speak all about it. We're going to have some girls talk about how to use love languages to attract the love you deserve. That's coming up next. I was watching this show on OWN the other day called To Have and To Hold. And they're based in Charlotte. About five couples get together. They they each have something different about them. Like one couple is married for 10 years, don't have kids, don't want any kids. They are living their best life just with each other. Another couple uh, is like the socialites. They love going out and having fun with each other and inviting a lot of people to their events. So each couple has has whatever role they're contributing to the show. And there's one couple who's on the rocks. The lady said to her husband, so, you know, what's up for tonight? Are we just going to watch some movies and chill? And he's like, sure, but, you know, I'll be on my laptop opening some emails. And in his confessional, he was saying that he misses some touching. Like, he just wants some intimacy from his wife. So I was like, well, they're obviously not speaking each other's love language because she clearly is saying she wants some quality time with her man. And he's clearly saying, I need to be touched. I need some physical touch from my lady. And they're on the rocks. They're doing this thing called nesting where she'll stay in the house while he's gone for a while. And she'll take care of the home and the kids. And then she'll leave to live somewhere else for a while while he lives in a house it's something new something's always new with relationships but it had me thinking if we all just knew our love languages we could all attract the love we deserve and desire and love on ourselves more and love on others so i'm going to go through the love languages with you and give you some examples so that we can all love each other better The idea of the love languages comes from Dr. Gary Chapman. He has a whole book on it. I read it before. And it's pretty much a way a person prefers to receive love and affections. I took the test before and it was very beneficial for me. So I'll go through each one and you can see which one fits your personality more. The first one is words of affirmation. I believe this is my main love language Obviously, I do I am affirmations for every single episode because words mean so much to me. I love writing. I've been writing poetry since about middle school and been journaling a lot since forever. So words mean a lot to me. Compliments are great. You look beautiful. Thanks. I'm more about um, not so much the appearance, the outer appearance. I'm more about my character. Like I remember asking a guy before, like, you know, what do you like most about me? And this dude's going to say your hair. I'm like, seriously, out of everything that makes me who I am, you like my hair? Anyone could have this hair, but not everyone could be me. It was a compliment, but I, I felt like it was a very surface level compliment. But overall, compliments are nice to a person with words of affirmation. That's why a woman might ask her man, how do I look? She wants to hear a compliment. You might make someone a meal and ask, how does it taste? You want to hear from someone, oh, your food is great. You like to hear those things. I had a job before where the boss always told everyone else how great I was doing on the job, but he didn't really tell me. I never knew, but I knew I was doing a good job because he wasn't complaining, but it would have felt good to hear like, hey, Ash, you're doing 
an amazing job with this or I like the way you do that. Some type of acknowledgement and positive reinforcement because if you don't feel appreciated at work, sometimes you slack off. You don't give your best performance, but if you're doing your all and someone is complimenting you and giving you those words of affirmation, and motivating you and encouraging you, you'll want to do more. You want to do better and you better hope to get that promotion, right? Like, okay, I'm doing all this and all that. Now I deserve a promotion. Now speaking about it, maybe that's why he never complimented. He's like, I don't want her thinking. Anyway, words of affirmation. So because I expect that from others, then that's how I am with other people, with friends and family. I'm always encouraging them and always giving to them like, yeah, girl, you can do it. Keep killing it. Go, girl. Right. Hello. Go, girl. Words of affirmation. And even in love, it's just something calling just to say I love you or leaving a sweet text message. In high school, it used to be those love letters that you would give back and forth to whoever you were dating, right? Aliyah even spoke about it, four-page letter. Where's the affirmation? That's what that means. Or if you have an interview or a test, just that simple text message, hey, good luck on that test. Good luck on the interview. It's like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But also with words of affirmation, how they say sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, right. With words of affirmation, harsh words hurt you. And they could live with you forever. I spoke on a previous episode about insecurities, about some words that I heard about myself as a kid and how I had to overcome it. Because words hurt, especially for someone with words of affirmation. We don't like yelling. We don't like cursing. When I argue, I'm talking like this. And if you're not talking like this and you're yelling, then we just can't communicate at that time. Because otherwise, I'm very calm. Words of affirmation. I'm chill. So what about you? Words of affirmation? Does that ring a bell? Do you love that? Are you like, mm, words don't mean anything to me? Because that's a whole nother thing now. I've learned words of affirmation, yes, but actions with those words are even better. Because men, because especially in relationships, men could say all the right things, okay? They could say, I love you. You're the only one for me. All this good stuff. Words of affirmation, but then their actions are not lining up. They have some weird patterns going on. They got some red flags that you got to watch out for. So make sure those words are backed up with action. Speaking of, let's go to acts of service. That's the second love language. Now, this is something where, where someone does something to ease your load. So this love language, I think is one that I will like more when I have children or my man and I live together, something like that, because I'm not going to want to be the only one doing everything around the house. Now, acts of service is showing love by doing chores around the house. Maybe your partner runs some errands for you. If you have children, then instead of the mom getting up all night to go feed the baby and calm the baby down if they're yelling, The father gets up sometimes, that's acts of service or vice versa, just trying to be fair. So I believe acts of service probably comes more when when life changes. Maybe, hey, I cook dinner, can you wash the dishes? And it's even better if you don't have to ask if the person can wash dishes. They just see it and as an act of love, you decide, okay, they did this for me, so I'm going to do this for them. I'm cleaning the bathroom and the kitchen, so you'll clean the bedrooms and vacuum and take out the trash or something. Just acts of service, something to show, hey, I care about you. I'm going to do this for you because I, I see you're a little stressed out. 
Let me help with the kids today. Let me go drop them off at school. Let me cook dinner because I see that you are tired from working all day, tired from studying a new craft. You're tired, so let me help. That's an act of service. And that's also showing that you're grateful for this person. It's just being a team player instead of someone having to cook and you sit on a couch, you're big chilling on your phone, watching the TV. Like you come in like, hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Or I'll help you. You don't even ask like, hey, I'll help. I'm going to do this. I'm going to chop the onion and the bell pepper and shred the cheese while you cook whatever else it is. So that's acts of service. So that one is not a big deal to me yet, but I'm sure it will be when I have a family. Another big one to me is quality time. And this person wants to spend undivided time with those that they love. This is you're out at a restaurant together and you two are so in love and talking to each other and not on your phones. We've seen those couples, right, where they're on their phones or one person is on their phone and the other person is just looking like, really, why am I here? First of all, that's rude because there are 24 hours in a day. I'm spending this one hour or two hours with you to dinner and you can't even put your phone down. We're going to a movie, a two-hour movie out of 24 hours in a day. Two-hour movie. And you can't put your phone down for a second and enjoy this film with me. This is quality time for us because quality time is not even just all about one person. It's about us doing something together. If it's your family, maybe watch a movie with them. Go out to eat with them. Play games with them. Family could get lit off of Uno. All right, Uno, some dominoes, card games. Play with your family. That even goes for your children. If you have kids out there, play a game with them. Spend that quality time with them. I have a friend that she and I will work out about once a week. We'll go walk together. It's funny how friendships, how it changes from when you're younger to older. Now, she and I, when we were younger, would go clubbing, go out together. Then as we start getting a little older, we would go have dinner or happy hour or sip some wine. And now, because she has children and I don't, we'll go walk together. Like, I still want to work out and be fit and she wants to snap back from having a baby so now we'll walk together but in each of those times we are spending quality time with each other if quality time is important to you maybe set up a weekly date night where it's just you two and you think of something fun and interesting to do something different try a new restaurant go to an arcade go to a paint and sip class Go to a sporting event with each other. Quality time can be that as well. You know, find out what your man likes to do. It's not always about you and what you want to do. Compromise on something and go do it together. Maybe take up a cooking class together. Cook with each other in the kitchen. If it's you and your child and you want to spend more time with your kid, but you're cooking all the time, invite them in the kitchen to cook too. Hey, get me the cheese out the refrigerator. Kids love to help. You just got to put them to work. <laughs> they love to help. You know, hey, I'm going to wash this dish, rinse it. And they're like, okay. You know, get saying start start when they're young. Start when they are young. They feel like whatever you're doing is so interesting. They want to be around you. You see, they follow you to the restroom every time you're trying to use the bathroom, right? They want to just spend some time with you. Also with quality time is spending time with yourself. That's major for me. I actually learned this in a relationship that I need some me time. I need to feel good. I need to recharge. I can only do that myself. That's the time where I am meditating. I am growing. 
I am praying, I'm journaling, I'm dancing, I'm doing whatever it is that makes me happy and I'm doing it myself. There was this guy, his tweet went viral on the shade room. He pretty much said, you know, it's very healthy, which it is, it's very healthy for you to spend time apart with your partner, give them time to themselves. And if you think the worst when they want time by themselves, if you think, oh, they're just taking the time to go cheat on me or whatever, then that's your own problem. Exactly. Like that's your own insecurity. Just because I need some time myself does not mean I'm cheating on you. It means I'm not feeling 100% and I don't want to lose myself in a relationship. So if I'm not feeling 100%, that means I'm giving too much of myself to my partner or to someone else and I won't be my best self for them because I would be more irritable, more antsy, more uh, impatient. I might be very cranky. So quality time is important to spend with other people, but it's definitely important if you are a quality time person to have some time for yourself. Self-love is the best love. Love on yourself some. Practice some self-care. Go get a massage bubble bath, get your nails done, do whatever it is to spend some time away for yourself and then come back together and you'll be greater with your lover. If this lover argues with you because you want some me time, this is something I learned in my past, it probably ain't gonna work out. That That's a codependent relationship. Ain't nobody got time for that. The healthiest relationships, I believe, is where two independent people come together And they love each other and do their thing with each other. But they also have their own interests. They both have their own friends. They both have their own likes. And they still do whatever it is that they like to do without you sometimes. And it's okay. It's quality time. It's important because it's honestly selfish to require so much time from someone else. If that's how you are, then maybe you're trying to fill a void. So go spend some quality time for yourself and figure that out. Another love language is physical touch. And that's when you just enjoy human contact. That's one that I had to learn myself uh, in a past relationship because I'm, I wasn't the biggest person with touch. I wasn't the let me grab your hand and hold on. Now I'm, you know, I'm professional with physical touch, you know, let's hold hands. Let's uh, give a hug just because let me cook in the kitchen and hey, you come over and wrap your arms around me and give me a kiss from behind you know give me a kiss just because kiss my forehead i'll reach over and kiss your cheek let's give each other massages let's cuddle let's give scalp massages girls if you have not had a scalp massage you are playing with your life scalp massages are everything i fall asleep within like two minutes so get your scalp massage and physical touch people you know how sometimes you meet someone and they're like give me a hug i'm a hugger I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. I don't think I've ever said that, but I've heard other people say it. So I'm like, okay, but they are a physical touch type of person. And I read recently that holding hands really does calm nerves and stress. So you can hold your child's hand for more than just walking across the street because that's the norm, but just hold their hand. Maybe when you're driving, I remember when I was a kid driving to the daycare, my mom would hold my hand and do ABCs with me. I thought that was sweet, a sweet gesture. So hold hands with your children, give them hugs and kisses just because, give them high fives. If it's your partner, make sure make sure when you greet each other or when you leave each other, you're, you're embracing, you give a hug, you give a kiss. To my dancers out there, hello, I love dancing. I'm always telling someone, hey, get up, let's just dance. 
in the living room, right? Just turn some music on and you're just dancing. Or you go out to dance because that knocks out. You can, you can do a few love languages in one. So that's spending quality time, but it's also physical touch. We're going out and we're going to dance together. Maybe take up a salsa dancing class together, a tango class, a, even a hip hop class. Do some type of dancing with each other. I also heard that kissing is really good for the soul too. So hold hands, kiss. I mean, sounds like people about to make some more babies, but so physical touch is very important. The last love language is receiving gifts. So this one I think is last on my list. I'm kind of, you know, low maintenance. I don't care too much about the gifts. I know sometimes I feel like it's a man thing that even, you know, basketball players, they'll get their wives and kind of sometimes keep them around because they're buying them cars and purses and heels and all of that. I just think with men, a lot of times they feel like they have to be the provider. So they're trying to use their money to make a woman happy when no, that's not all we need. Flowers are nice. Dates and dinners, that's nice. But how do you make a woman feel? So it goes much deeper with gifts. What about thoughtful gifts? That's what they're talking about when it comes to receiving gifts. Maybe it's a card. Yes, but make sure you're always writing in the card. Maybe not just any flower, but picking up her favorite flowers. If it's something that they've been thinking about and talking about all the time, pick up that gift for them. Now this might be TMI, but when I'm on my cycle, I love chocolate. Well, I love chocolate every day, but specifically on the week that I am PMSing, I need some chocolate. So just stop by the store and get her some chocolate. Stop by C's Candy, get her some chocolate. Don't think that's doing too much. I've had it done before and I was very appreciative. Like that was such a thoughtful gift because it's my time of the month. And also because I could be kind of, I could be very cranky. <laughs> so chocolate will make me feel better. And if I feel better, I will be nicer to you while I am PMSing, right? Receiving thoughtful gifts, maybe buy an album for, for their favorite music artists or even some concert tickets, hello. When I was younger, my little high school boo, um, I feel like it was a very thoughtful gift. I made a CD full of songs that I dedicated to him. We were too young for all that. What the heck? Actually, it was a cassette tape back in the day, but I made a cassette tape full of songs that I dedicated to him. I also wrote on 20 different pieces of paper reasons why I loved him. Come on, I was in high school. I don't know if that was real love, but it was cute. And then I cut it out into a heart shape. I also um, put in his bag pictures of us. And then it was, I think it was maybe for Valentine's Day because I remember I put some C's candy and stuff. But anyway, he loved the gift. And because it was thoughtful. It wasn't just like anything, but it showed that I put some thought into it. Or even buy yourself a thoughtful gift. Girl, you deserve it. Hello. I've been wanting some gold heels for years. And I went to the mall last week with my friend and I um, I saw the heels, but I was like, no, I need to be saving my money. And so we walked through the mall. Then we were leaving the mall and I saw the shoes still sitting there. And I was like, okay, let me let me just go try them on. They did not have my size. I was like, cool. That is God telling me I do not need these shoes. But can you check to see if another store has them? <laughs> so four days later, I went and I bought this pair of shoes because I wanted them that bad. But that was me receiving a gift for myself because I felt like, why not? This is something that I've been wanting for years. And I got them for myself. 
So you don't have to always just wait for someone else to receive your gifts. Gift yourself because you deserve it. You deserve all of the love to yourself. You deserve all of the love from others. And the biggest thing with all of this is communication. We've seen the memes where it says, if the person's not loving you right, let them go now. So of course it goes real deep if this person is harming you, abusing you, being dishonest to you in any way. But sometimes people don't know how to love you. So I think it's important in the beginning to ask someone, hey, what are your love languages? They might not know. So there is a way to find out your love language. You could Google the five love languages test. And then I think you could pick up on it very quickly with people through their actions and the futures. That's why I was able to watch the show on OWN and say, mm, seems like he needs physical touch. Seems like she needs quality time. So communicate what your love languages are. And if the person still won't, doesn't take the test, just watch their actions. I'm going to refer to this meme and maybe this will better describe what you should look for from someone. It's a meme I saw on Instagram. By the way, if you're not following me, you can at I am Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Podcast. And the meme says, it's funny because it deals with food too. So it's the burrito in love languages. So words of affirmation is when you'll say, this is a good burrito. Acts of service. I made you a burrito. See, doing something for someone else. Receiving gifts. Here is a burrito for you. You get it? Quality time. Let's go get some burritos together. We're doing something together. Quality time, me and you, boo. And the last one is physical touch. When you wrap your arms around a person in a big warm hug, like a burrito. So if you don't get it, you can refer to that meme. But I feel like love languages are very important because we all have them. We all speak different languages. We speak it in our own way. And if you tell a person what it is, it's going to take them a second to adjust. But it could be something great that they learn. Like I said, I wasn't a big physical touch person. Now, moving forward, I remember one of my friends, she's like, why are you just so huggy now? You, you, just, you know, because some of my friends, I don't know what, what was up with us. We didn't really hug when we saw each other embrace. And now I do, and I kind of attribute it to me learning about physical touch and just being more affectionate with someone in my past. So now I feel like I'm a little more affectionate, probably more affectionate, affectionate, of course, with anyone I date. But the point of the matter is to learn it and apply it. That's it. And you deserve all of the love. Now it's time to get into some music motivation. It's all foreign to me. I don't speak what you speak. I'll commit to learning. Please be patient with me, with you. Said I want to be fluent in your love language. That was kind of bad because I don't know that song that much. But that comes from Kalani's album. It dropped this year. The album is called While We Wait. And the song is called Simple. Love language. When I do my podcast, I do some research and trying to figure out what song would best fit what I'm talking about so that I could give music motivation. And usually it's from a song that I know. But when I saw that the song was titled Love Language, I took a listen. I said, oh, this is perfect. So excuse me if I didn't sound my best. But this goes perfect with today's topic. She says, it's all foreign to me. 
I don't speak what you speak. She's talking about the love languages. Like, hey, my love language is not your love language. So how are we going to do this? Are we going to continue to clash and break it off and not work out because we can't get it together? Or like she said, I'll commit to learning. So instead, you can learn the person's love language and then it'll make you feel good, right? Because love is so good. You want to make your partner, your children, your friends, your family feel good. So you'll show them the love in the way that they'll understand it. If their love language is physical touch and and your love language is, is acts of service, unless you communicate about it and talk to each other and say, hey, I need this or I'm not, I'm not feeling good in this relationship, it ain't going to get done. If you keep trying to cook for your man and he's like, all right, this cool, but whatever, because he needs that physical touch, do it in a different way. Satisfy you and him. If you love acts of service, you can massage his feet. That's an act of service and that's physical touch for him. Boom! I just helped someone out there. But yeah, so commit to learning what it is that'll make your partner happy. What'll make them feel good? What'll make them feel loved? Kalani also says, please be patient with me because it's going to take some time. Let me tell you to learn a whole nother language. Like, oh, this is what you like. I don't know what I'm going to do if I meet a man who likes gifts. Like, oh gosh, what what I got to do now? Because I'm not about to buy you a Rolex, son. I'll, I'll go down the street and buy you a favorite bag of chips or something. But like... But I don't know, like Cardi B bought Offset some expensive luxury car. Like, I'm not that chick. We might not work out, but I'm going to try my best. But be patient with me. Like Kalani said, let me work my way up to the Ferrari or whatever, or the Lamborghini, you know? Um, but you're going to get this bag of chips right now. This one guy in the past, I remember he liked model cars. So, you know how they have Hot Wheels? <laughs> they have Hot Wheels that are like a dollar or two. I bought them that. Hey, it's a thought that counts, right? But commit to learning their love language. She even says, I want to be fluent in your love language. And now that's love. If you meet someone, they really want to learn it to the part to the point where they're fluent in it. Like now I'm all about physical touch because I've been there before and I've learned it. Then that's what's important. That means you this person is so important to me that I really want to learn what it is give them the love they deserve i am deserving give them the love that they deserve i'm also going to give myself the love i deserve and when i'm realizing a lot of times whatever you do naturally the love you give is the love you want to receive in return i was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking love languages she said yeah it makes sense that you're all about affirmations and quality time because i guess that's what i want from the people that I love like the people who have great energy and everything. Then it's like, hey, let's go spend time doing this. You know, or if they invite me out, I'm all for it. Like, okay, cool. We're going to spend quality time with each other. That's why I do my affirmations. So then it's like, I want that love in return. You got to fill your love tank or else you're going to feel empty. You keep giving love and giving love and not receiving it. So take care of your love tank and fill up your partner your child's love tank and be patient with yourself through this process it's going to be a learning experience it's a new habit that you have to build now if it's the wrong person whatever you do ain't going to be good enough i'll just tell you that now like you could do everything in the world you could give them all the acts of service or physical touch or quality time or words and you'll be like oh my 
God, what else do you need? It'll never be enough, but it's also because you're giving so much and they're obviously not giving enough to you. So watch that when it comes to your love languages. Make sure you learn what they like, but make sure it's also being reciprocated to you because we ain't about to lose ourselves in these relationships, right? So this time I won't sing it, but I'll say the words. It's all foreign to me. I don't speak what you speak. I'll commit to learning. Please be patient with me, with you. Said I want to be fluent in your love language. That means I want to work this out. That means I want us to grow together. I want us to really evolve and really love each other. But I can only do that by loving you the way you want to be loved. Teach me your ways. Teach me how to be better for you. And I'm going to teach you how to be better for me. And we're going to be great together. Shout out to Kalani for that dope song. Speaking of shout outs, it is time to celebrate. Have to give a huge Go Girl Woman Crush Wednesday shout out to Ava DuVernay. You go girl. You go girl. She's on the cover of the Hollywood Reporter magazine for putting out this amazing four-part docuseries called when they see us it was so emotionally draining it's on netflix it's about the central park five five young black men 14 to age 16 who were convicted of a crime and of raping a white woman in central park new york they did not do it their case was exonerated they and now they're living on to tell their truth it was such a sad story it was so necessary to watch for people to understand that this is part of the judicial system this is what really happens this is what some people really go through in particular a lot of black men we see why kim kardashian is fighting for some people to get out of prison it's a lot the series was very emotionally draining i suggest meditating before and after you watch i suggest taking breaks between each episode i was crying I was sad. I was angry. I keep saying their names now. Like there's this one Corey Wise. I'm just like, wow. On Netflix, they showed a small interview clip afterwards with Ava talking and some of the other men and what they've been through. And Corey, all he could say was, I survived. I survived. And you see in this Netflix series, yes, he survived. And it was so much that he had to endure, but he's still here to share his truth and to tell his story. But what he had to go through, my goodness, my goodness. So Ava DuVernay, shout out to her for creating opportunities. Some of these actors are up and coming. Uh, One actor, okay, he was cute. So I was like, what's his story? Let me see what he about, okay? Went on Instagram, he had like 5,000 followers. Now he has like 30,000 in three days because of this series. So, you know, she created some opportunities and she shared untold stories. I love her for keeping it real. She's from Compton. She gave us the movie Selma. She gave us the other Netflix special, 13th. She's a great storyteller and her films are so impactful. That's why we're talking about it. Some people, unfortunately, are saying it's so triggering that they cannot watch it at all. Uh, I understand. Like, I understand. But I wanted to just say, you go, girl. We're telling stories that needed to be heard. And if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's on Netflix. She said in Hollywood Reporter, I'm not going to knock on closed doors. I'm going to make my own door. And that's what's so important. The story was very enlightening. 
and and you'll learn a lot but be prepared when you watch this i'll also say make sure you watch it with other people it's a lot to take on by yourself uh, i know some people who watched it with their young children like their young teenage child very important and insightful story so when they see us on netflix right now well that's my time ladies and gentlemen i'm getting out of here i want to spread a lot of love to you i love you if no one told you today i told you and i hope that you learn how to receive love how to give love and to be more understanding when it comes to people learning how to love you that's a form of you taking your power back by knowing how you deserve to be loved and be treated and you're doing the same for someone else, all right? Be sure to follow the blog at ashleycaprice.com. You'll never miss an episode. By the way, you can catch up on iTunes and on SoundCloud and I'll be back next week. Matter of fact, in advance, what? Yes, I already know what next week's show is gonna be about. So if you wanna hit me in my DMs on social media, at I am Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Podcast. And even on my blog, you can let me know some life and love lessons that your dad taught you. Yes, Father's Day is coming up, so we got to show the dad some love, all right? Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Do whatever it is your spirit tells you to do. And at some point today, look at yourself in a mirror and tell yourself, I am deserving. You go, girl. <laughs>